This programme was first broadcast on Canterbury's community access radio station Plains FM 96.9 and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Network Waitangi o Tautahi recently hosted Talia Ellison from the Independent Working Group on Constitutional Transformation who presented an overview of Matike Mai Aotearoa. Tēnā tātou i te whare. Tēnei te ruru e koukou nei ki hai māwhiti-whiti, ki hai mārakaraka, te upokonui o te ruru te rekau, he pō, he pō, he ao kā awatia, ti hei mauri ora. Nei te reo o te rua hiki-hiki e papaki kauana, kā tai o whakamiha ki ruka i a koutou, nai a he uri o katini mata o kaitau whānui, o tia tiawa o taranaki o tō rangatira huki. Tēnei au e tū i te wā o te kore, I e nei rā, pō uri uri, hei kaue, hei hāpa i te kaupapa o Matike Mai Aotearoa. Kā ti e mihi ana ki tō tātou nei kaupapa, ngā taukai a aroha, e hono ai tātou i a tātou, hoi anā, o aroha mai, hoi anō tēnā tātou i te whare. So, kia ora everybody. <laughs> uh, my name is Talia Allison, and I have the very daunting task of speaking in the place of um, what I consider to be the epitome of rangatiratanga, Moana Jackson. Um, so while I'm feeling very much out of my depth, um, we've always had the value instilled within us about getting the job done when there's no one else. Tu te wā o te kore. Which basically means that when you get a phone call, like very short notice, uh, <laughs> to come and present on behalf of your idol, you do the best that you can with what you've got. <laughs> uh, so on that note, I feel that it is appropriate to provide a bit of an overview of Matike Mai Aotearoa uh, and my connection to this kaupapa. Uh, Matike Mai Aotearoa is a kaupapa or a movement that initially sought to provide an independent Māori working group for constitutional transformation. This working party came to fruition under the direction of the Iwi Chairs Forum to ensure that Māori voices were included within constitutional conversations. As such, it is, not, it is important to recognise Mana, Matua Mana and Fire Makere Mutu, not only for the leadership role that each of them have played in terms of Matike Mai Aotearoa, but also for the sacrifices that they have made to improve the position of both Māori and Indigenous globally. For those that don't already know, Matike Mai was and remains a project to work on developing a model for a constitution for our country based on tikanga and fundamental values, he whakaputanga o te rangatiratanga o new, new tirini and te tiriti o waitangi. So as a part of this work, Matua Moana and Whaia Makere thought it would be appropriate to run a rangatahi project to engage rangatahi nationwide a project that would require a very different approach to the adult conversations that Matua Moana and Fire Margaret had planned to run. And thus Matike Mai Aotearoa Rangatahi was born. Initially, a small group of five to six rangatahi spent three to four months developing an interactive workshop that would allow us to collect and collate the aspirations that rangatahi Māori from across Aotearoa have concerning a constitution based on tikanga, kawa, he whakaputanga and te tiriti. Following this, a national hui was held at Taputaranga Morai above um, to train some of the national reps. And, you know, just while we're talking about Taputaranga, you know, send our to those fellas because 
another wee wapodi, but anyway. These national reps then returned to their regions and formed the regional groups that were trained in A, our constitutional history, and B, how to run the workshop. Each of these groups made up five volunteers, then held on average four to five workshops in their region, some more, some less, largely depending on the responses of schools. So approximately 70 hui in total were held. So the purpose of the workshop was the key to encouraging rangatahi not only to engage with our kaupapa, Matike Mai, uh, but, you know, it's, uh, constitutional transformations are pretty heavy kaupapa, and so trying to get young people to firstly understand that and then secondly share their opinions on that is, like, a little bit difficult. So um, the workshop, it was incredible. There was videos made, so it was this entire, like, movie experience, you know, you, in your hall at school and the video is playing and it's the story of the creation of the universe from te kore and te pō all the way down to us and, and it explained, you know, what hapu and iwi rangatiratanga looked like traditionally within traditional Māori society and the reasons why that the approach that our hapu had to living and surviving and thriving um, we wanted to tease out whether or not, you know, this could be something that people see as a realistic future. Um, so yes, basically, after we'd run all of those 70 hui, we collected the corridor from the different regions. The national reps came back together, collated and compared the findings, which were then explored as these five key themes that we have here. So the first one is, around constitutional recognition and the protection of the health and well-being of our natural environment, of Ranginui and Papatuanuku. Rangatahi Māori identified a lack of protection for our natural environment as evidenced by the depletion, degradation and sale of our natural resources. Rangatahi strongly oppose harmful processes that compromise our natural resources, whenua, forests and waterways such as fracking and mining. A new constitution must include the recognition and protection of our natural environment, including the support, retention, maintenance and restoration of our resources to ensure that Ranginui and Papatuanuku are nurtured and honoured. Rangatahi have called for the reclamation of our traditional knowledges and the associated tikanga and kawa so that we as tangata whenua are able to live off our lands once more, so that we as tangata whenua are able to gather preserve, hunt and fish for our own kai and entrench sustainable practices whilst preserving and protecting our kāpata kai, our food cupboards, for generations to come. There is also a need and an aspiration to reclaim and uphold our mana whenua and our mana moana so that we have the right ability and power to make decisions and uphold these as whānau, hapu and iwi. This includes a pollution-free Aotearoa in which our whenua, lakes, rivers and all other water bodies are treated with respect. Our waterways are our lives. They are our livelihoods. As one rangatahi told us, they are assets for a reason. The second finding was constitutional recognition and protection of the mana, motuhake of tangata whenua through kawa and tikanga, hewakaputanga, te tiriti o waitangi and the United Nations Declaration on the rights of indigenous peoples. Rangatahi do not believe that our current political system works. 
or that it supports whānau. In addition, it fails to provide a space for mana motuhake as highlighted by the gross overrepresentation of Māori within prison populations and the national statistics that depict the iwi Māori as underperforming across a range of socio-economic areas, including education, housing, poverty. Rangatai Māori are politically astute and contradict claims that young people within Aotearoa are largely disengaged from political issues. Why is it that we can only have a political say when we are 18, especially when we can hold a driver's licence and a gun licence at 16, be conscripted to go to war at 16 and consent to sex at 16? A new constitution for Aotearoa must be centralised around tikanga and kawa, ona te tiriti o waitangi, he whakaputanga o te rangatiratanga o New Tirini, and the United Nations Declaration on the Rights of Indigenous Peoples. We must show due concern for the protection and entrenchment of our political status as tangata whenua, because our mana and rangatiratanga has always been maintained by whānau, hapu and iwi. The next finding was constitutional recognition and protection of our Māori knowledges, systems and institutions. As a result of colonisation, Māori knowledges, systems and institutions have been degraded, forbidden and minimised to mere folklore, myths and legends. Rangatahi raised the need to reclaim and restore our traditional knowledges, systems and institutions in order to rebalance te ao Māori and Aotearoa. This theme covered a range of kaupapa including learning and teaching and transmitting te reo Māori, restoring reclaiming and repractising our tikanga and kawa, retelling our stories and our histories in our own ways, learning and understanding how our tūpuna lived before us, recognising and acknowledging, sorry whānau, just got lost, uh, the diverse kawa and tikanga of each marae, hapu and iwi, understanding the roles of tāne and wahine, of tuakana and taina, and their importance within our societies, and most importantly, ensuring that te ao Māori becomes a living reality for us as tangata whenua. The fundamental values that rangatahi thought should be constitutionally recognised include manaakitanga, nurturing the mana of others, kaitiakitanga, guardianship, kotahitanga, unity, mana, ultimate power, prestige and authority, muru, utu, restoration of balance, and hōhōrungo, establishing peace. We strongly believe that if these fundamental values are fundamentally recognised, provided and protected within a constitution, rangatahi and the wider Māori community would be more empowered to engage, connect and actively participate within te ao Māori and Aotearoa as a whole. The next finding is the constitutional recognition and protection of our health well-being and education. Rangatahi hope that a new constitution will include, reflect and provide for the constitutional recognition and protection of our health, well-being and education. Threaded within this was the aspiration that this would afford equal access to quality health services, equitable, equitable health outcomes and that health structures and services move to include more traditional approaches to enhancing well-being. 
A new constitution must also reflect the need to re-establish connections between Te Ira Atua and Te Ira Tangata, which in turn would help to reconnect those who have become disconnected from their whānau. Rangatahi want to learn, access and preserve rungoa Māori alongside other traditional approaches to gathering of kai and furthermore encouraging healthy lifestyles. Equitable health outcomes for Māori is a fundamental human right and as such Māori health and wellbeing inequalities must be addressed. The best way of addressing, reducing inequality is to eradicate the issue in the first instance and rangatahi have made their position clear that a new constitution must create real change in our communities. This means no more direct cultural or structural violence. The next finding was constitutional recognition and protection of the rights of all people based on peace and mutual respect, kotahi aroha. Rangatahi supported the constitutional recognition and protection of the rights of all peoples based on peace and mutual respect regardless of age, gender or ethnicity. This includes the need to recognise and acknowledge the importance of whakapapa and whanaungatanga, our interconnectedness as people both to one another and to their natural environment. The key values discussed by rangatahi are as follows. Whānau comes first. When we recognise whakapapa, we understand that we are all connected and that everyone can contribute, increase traditional social gatherings to maintain social connections. Attention must be paid to our diversity. When we don't pay attention to diversity, we perpetuate inequalities. No racism. Stop police harassment. No police, no prisons. It is our responsibility to return justice to our communities and it is, the time, it is time that Māori have our own courts and our own justice system. Attitudes need to be changed towards what is most important. People, not putia. Our country's economy shouldn't depend on money. Our people need more jobs, increased employment opportunities and enhanced livelihoods. So... Um, Obviously, our rangatahi were some very passionate people and I think our workshop did its job. So once we'd concluded the project, we'd gone around all of these 70 schools, we'd got all of these kids there to write their thoughts on big, massive banners and then after that, they loved it because it was kind of like tagging, you know. <laughs> after that, we like typed it all up, wrote a fancy report for the UN because that's who kind of gave us breadcrumbs. Um, and so... You know, we concluded our project, we met to present our findings to our, our kaumātua, to Moana and to Margaret. And so, so does anybody know where this is? <laughs> um, basically, it's the open forum tent at Waitangi. So a few years ago, um, quite a few years ago now actually, we... <laughs> We basically, we took the findings to Waitangi. We got up in front of everybody at the open forum tent and we did our workshop. And it was an amazing experience, especially within Te Ruhe o Ngāpuhi because they're supportive of our kaupapa. Some, not all, but you know, um, we had great reception. We had about 300 people get up and do us a haka and all of us girls started crying, you know. <laughs> And then we're like trying to hide because we're crying and it's embarrassing. But 
you know, it was, it was an incredible experience. And so this was when it's a copy of our, you can't really see it, but it was a copy of our report, our CDs with our recordings uh, that we had made of the rangatahi who had turned up to the workshops and they were wrapped in two of our flags. So one was ours and the other one was from a prison that we'd visited who weren't allowed to keep their flag because we might have incited a riot. So we weren't allowed to go back to the prisons after that. <laughs> you know, you can't tell prisoners their rights. They might actually start to do something. So once basically members of our national executive um, have now presented our findings in a few different places. Uh, some of them political and some of them indigenous conferences. Um, some here in Aotearoa, and we also presented at NISA, which is a big indigenous conference. It's, I would say the name properly, but I don't know it off the top of my head. Sorry. Um, look it up. It's very interesting. But so we presented at NISA in Hawaii, and then we returned two years later to present at NISA again, but this time it was in Vancouver. Um, and so, you know, we've still been kind of doing that, but where we're currently at, we are trying to finish compiling the report for the UN um, because we want to create a standalone report for those wishing to know more about our project and how it could be continued. Uh, while there is a report of Matike Mai Aotearoa, the Pakeke group, um, which, you know, Mata. Moana largely put together, we're still in the process of trying to do this report for the Rangatahi group. Um, and basically the reason for that is because we're all volunteers and we all live different areas of the country. Like I live various locations in the South Island because I like to travel a little bit around the Whenua, it's pretty cool. Um, you know, but within this photo, no, none of us are from the same place. We all come from totally different places. Some of these kids are coming from Gizzi, they're coming from the Uruwetas. Like It's not always that easy to come together and meet. And so we were blessed that there's technology, but I mean, I'm sure everybody in this room knows that kanohi ki te kanohi always beats technology. You can't pick up on how people are feeling through Skype. So you don't actually know if your corridor is getting through to them and things like that. And plus, like, I don't know if it's just me, but technology fails on the regular. Like, yeah, it's been a fun time um, getting this presentation sorted. But, you know, so basically what we need from here is allies. We need other people who believe in our kaupapa and who will educate and inspire future and current generations of change makers. Matiki Mai Aotearoa, is, as a kaupapa, has been a lesson in resilience, a constant process of praxis, of action, reflection, of action and reflection, and a constantly evolving approach to life. Each of the rangatahi, like myself, who have been involved in this space, have their own highlights and their own lowlights, because this hasn't been an easy kaupapa. Um, we have had a lot of resistance from our own, and that's always the hardest thing. You know, you can go... I can stand up here in front of all of you people and, you know, you might clap, you might not, that's all good. But it's not the same as you, somebody who you know and love and respect coming up to you and saying, you did bad. And, or we just totally disagree with your co-papa. Like, 
yous are crazy. So, you know, these are real conversations that people have had and we've been like, yep, thank you. <laughs> We're just going to keep listening to Matua and Wana because, you know, but, yep, tēnā koutou. So, you know, um, so for me personally, when this year that we went to Waitangi, we led the protests that year. So we were right at the front of the line and like, I was there alongside these people who like I'd known about, you know, because they're like famous and super well known and people respect them and stuff. And I'm like, whoa, fangirling over all of these like crazy, amazing people. And we're just doing this protest. And, you know, that year, so Pania, I'm sure a lot of people will know who Pania Newton is. Yep, she's one of the members of our Rupu. That year, she stood up at Te Ti and spoke on the pie. You best believe there was a whole lot of feedback about that. Um, <laughs> we've just seen it happen again in the news recently, you know. So it was hard. And I think the thing that helped us to get through it was knowing that yeah, what we were going through was hard, but it was nothing compared to the fight that Matua Moana and all of those involved in Ngāta Matua and those movements had gone through. You know, they, they laid the groundwork for us. We had them as our leaders, as our kaumātua, as our guides, the people that taught us how to do everything and told us when we were wrong. And that's a beautiful blessing to have that safety net around you. Whereas for them, they never had that. They took that kaupapa to Waitangi and were shut down. So, you know, highlight, standing alongside these inspirational rangatahi who've already revolutionised Aotearoa through their passion, determination and pure unwavering belief in their kaupapa and to restore the mana of Ngai Māori. People like Ngāraoira Pumanoa over here who led the foreshore and seabed hikoi as a teenager and went to Yale, like, Māori boy genius, it's, it's a movie on him, it's ridiculous, you know, like, and he's just standing there like, na 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 na, and you're just like, whoa, my brain's exploding, you're amazing, you know, and, you know, and another one, Pania, she's in there, and, you know, at this very moment, she's continuing to fight for her whenua to protect ihu mātou, you know, we have people like Matua Moana and who captivates and holds you with each and every word that he speaks. And I'm, I don't know if anybody else thinks this, but every time I listen to Papa Moana, I'm just astounded by how calm and beautiful he is. I do not understand that, and that is like life goals, is to be able to talk about these types of things, you know, to talk about intergenerational trauma in a way that it doesn't make you want to stab people. So basically, for me, I personally believe that this kaupapa is inspirational because it's an opportunity f to fulfil our wildest dreams, to, you know, to return this whenua, this beautiful country, like, make it epic, you know? Um, so, yeah, that's uh, about all of the kōrero today. If people have questions, I will hesitantly answer them. Um, <laughs> But yes, um, hey, fuck a copy, ten a corridor, kafaka idi here, king a pakitara fade, kiatusuru, kafakamoa, kiatina, tina, homie, huye, taiki, tena tato.
That was Talia Ellison from Matike Mai Aotearoa, the independent working group on constitutional transformation. Thank you.